Contact us at 281-681-0808. We're tough for you. And now, here's the veteran voice of the legal fix, Bruce Buffer. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live from the Lone Star State in Montgomery County, Texas, for a brand new episode of The Legal Fix, a new age radio show presented by the Tough Law Firm, the toughest law firm in town, with the toughest lawyers around, answering your toughest legal questions. Introducing first, hosting out of the red corner, the big deal, Bruce Wilson! Tough! Joined by Boy Wonder, Brandon Scott Riley, and Super Lawyer, G.I. Jerome, the Golden Boy, Jeremy Lee Hall! Hey, welcome to The Legal Fix, a new age radio show brought to you by the Tough Law Firm, where we answer your toughest legal questions. Call our hotline at 936-900-2381. We just had a sound adjustment. I'm your host, Big Deal Bruce Tough, along with Boy Wonder, Brandon Riley, and G.I. Jerome, Jeremy Hall. And thank you, guys. It's good to have the band back. The boys are back in town. The boys are back. The band is back in town. The band, we had to cover for each other. You know, we it was, did. It I was appreciate that. Me and Boy Wonder flying solo, and we had to bring in pinch hitter... Um, Daniel, right? The Dementor. Yeah, the Dementor. Dementor. The Dementor came in. Yeah, yeah I watched did. from Corpus, though. You guys did great. Oh, thank you. How was that trip? It was yeah. excellent. Second anniversary oh. with my beautiful wife, Ruby, and oh, wow. our brand new baby daughter, Remy Grace. Oh, what awesome. What we, we Time all, off. What does that even mean? Well, like? let me tell you, Jeremy's the only one brave enough to take the time off go on his anniversary trip with uh ruby and remy and then and then get a trial setting notice on the day That's he gets you back for trial back. monday morning monday, welcome yeah. back monday morning trial setting we i ready. came in i go oh yeah are you, yeah you we, we ready yeah, yeah i walked in ready for trial <laughs> oh my god what a what a hit that was so oh, yeah, i so. mean that's like ice bucket water on your head it is right? the ice yeah. bucket challenge oh, ready for trial well it was a little chaotic this morning but uh gi tells me he has everything under control and we're not going to let brandon do the exhibit preparation <laughs> just so judge base knows okay or <laughs> clear his throat into the microphone yeah exactly <clears throat> i'm sorry right. you're on there so hey. today we've got a very special episode. We're discussing Montgomery County Commissioner's Court and, then the, and the 2022 primary election with our special guest, Montgomery County Judge Mark Keogh. Okay, now before uh, we let Judge Keogh talk about himself, I'm going to interject one thing. Mark Keogh and I were in an election in 2014. G- uh, G- uh, G.I. Jerome says, hey, we're not talking about the 2014 <laughs> election. I go, what do you mean? Off and he limits. goes to the state rep election because <laughs> I was a candidate and Marquia was a candidate. And that's where we first met. Right. We met at a debate in Shenandoah. And uh, I want to say that... Um, it you was it was yeah no no <laughs> well <laughs> hello <laughs> it was a it was a great experience for me and uh it was a clean election and mark uh you know couldn't run against a better person so well thank I, you bruce yeah. i appreciate that so much yeah you're it welcome was, when you think about all that has gone on during that time period up to now 
It's remarkable. Yes. Truth yeah. is stranger than fiction, it is. isn't it? It is. It's From amazing. opponents to friends. Yeah. I'm you. Yeah. Awesome. And I would call Mark a friend. So, Likewise. Mark, Mark, tell us about yourself. Tell us, first of all, all your accomplishments on commissioner court as uh, the highest elected official in Montgomery County, our county judge, and all those accomplishments, and a little bit about what's going on in the election now, but what sure. you want to carry forward. Yeah, I'd be glad to. I, sure. You know, when I think about this election, I, I, I'm, and I think about who is running and in the, all the various categories. The thing that I look for in a politician is I am looking for somebody who does what they say they're going to do. Are we asking too much for a politician who makes a promise to say, hey, would you just do what you said? We like so, that. I'm we like serious. it. Yeah, so, no, no, we like that. So what I did before I ran is, is you know, we looked very hard at what was, what we felt people were wanting in this next possible, if you will, uh, changeover in the commissioner's court. And so I developed a contract with Montgomery County. And in that contract with Montgomery County, I, I am proud to say we have accomplished every single thing that we said we were going to do. Little stuff, even up to little stuff. I, you know, when I went into that, I said I was going to cut my salary by 12%. Mm -hmm. yep. And uh, since that time, and, and I'm the only county in Montgomery, or the only employee in Montgomery County who has not taken a raise or a cost of living increase in three budget cycles. Why like not that. a we cost like of that. living I, increase? Yeah, I, I said, because I made a promise. <laughs> I said, this is what I'm going to promise, and I'm not going to increase my salary. The second thing, and, and, I, and I've kept that promise. The second thing I said was as it related to mobility, if we have roads that we are charging people to drive on, and those roads are paid for, then we're going to end at that tax that we're doing on the people. 242. So we took the tools of tolls off at yeah. 242. It was painful, but by the time we got to the end of it, our commissioner's court unatimously agreed to do that. Nice. And it, and it, it's it's awesome. I the mean, drivers, really thank you. Taking place. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's huge. My wife included. And and the uh, text audit is the one that has picked up the maintenance on that. So, you know, those are two of the things that we did. Another thing that we did is I said that as I was so concerned about people here in our in our area being being taxed out of their they haven't paid for a home, but as their house increased in value, they kept paying more and more each year, more and more each year. So I said, how do we combat that? Well, we decided that we were going to, as the value of your home went up, we were going to drop the rate to compensate for the increase. Follow me? Yep. It's called the effective tax rate. Right. Bruce, you better follow. And I'm following right. this. No, I know what the effective tax rate <laughs> yeah. is. We did that on the township and that's MCAD, right. the school right? district. Yeah, well, well, we we kept it below. We kept it effective yeah. or low. So that's, that's right. a good. That's a. It's hard to do. Believe me, it government. is hard. Yeah, but you know what? With our growth, we're feeding the tax base. Mm -hmm. So we can. There will be opportunity to do various things and not right. sacrifice anything by keeping it at that level. But most importantly, to me, we said we were going to do it, and the court got together and agreed to do it. It was That's amazing. Good. Coalition That's building. That's right. Working Boy. together. Another thing that I said that we would do is that we would develop a citizens-driven um, um, ethics commission. And because of my standing as a state right. rep, I was able to go to Austin. I was able to meet with the committee that would author county affairs. And uh, they, sure enough, they accepted it. And they did a carve-out for us. And that so that we are one of two counties in the state of Texas that has an ethics commission that is citizen driven, where it has real teeth in it in the event that they need to bring some type of litigation against an employer or a, uh, a elected official 
or to the possibility of giving them a fine up to $4,000 and possibly removed from office, depending upon what the offense is. Right. It was amazing how that went down, mm -hmm. but I was able to go there and to stump for the, uh, for the benefit of the county. Like There's it. something else that came up. And there were other, many other things that we said that we were going to do that we did, but some things that came up. Because of my time in the House of Representatives, I served two terms there. I have that you, you automatically have standing. I can go into the chamber. I can talk with whoever I need to talk right. to. I can get uh, go to committee meetings. Lifetime you know, pass. That's right. Yeah. And so when it came to redistricting, we were concerned that they would come up with these districts that were basically dividing Magnolia in half, bringing, as you know, uh, Betancourt up from the south, right. Colcourst around from the other side. And so we were going to take it and, and kind of chop up Montgomery County. And the goal was to save these other areas to keep them red. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the problem with that is, that, is that when you think about redistricting, it's borders, it's population, and it's the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Mm -hmm. Those are the three elements. But the Supreme Court added another element, and that was communities of interest. Mm -hmm. That's right. Right. When we move somebody up from down by West Road or something like that, mm -hmm. although they may be a Republican, they're a different kind of Republican than what's over in Magnolia. And so when you cut Magnolia in half like they were planning on doing, you're really, that's causing a major disruption in that community of interest. Yeah, these so are our, went, Senate, our Senate districts, the Senate, Senate right, district, Senate. and I saw uh, Senator Creighton <coughs> this morning, too. So these are all the senators that would be impacting Montgomery County. That's so right. It's a, yeah. That's right. So what, it, it's really beautiful what, what took place. They kept Magnolia. You know, I talked with Dan Patrick, and mm -hmm. we talked about this. And They kept Magnolia together. Mm -hmm. They nice. still brought Lois in over on one side. You got Betancourt over from the other. And now you have 31 people in the Senate, and Montgomery County's got about 10%. Of the <laughs> which is good that's, that's huge yeah yeah so you know these are the kind of things that we're doing and guys as much as i'd like to take credit for all this it's not just me it is the court we are working together as good as we ever have and my my goal is to keep all of us together we got myself and two others that are up for re-election and uh, um, commissioner metz and commissioner riley and as far as i'm concerned we have our with our mobility plan that we've come up with and the things that we're planning on do with the, with our American Rescue Plan money and some of the other monies that we have, we are on, we are on the right track. So Great. it's very exciting. All right, Judge, so um, I want to personally thank you for your leadership on COVID, keeping the county open and keeping us functioning. Uh, we're, one of, we're one of the 10 fastest growing counties in the United States. Uh, your leadership is exemplary. And uh, I'm glad you talked about your state legislative experience, too, because you have that background, unlike, I think, the other candidates that are right. running this race. So right. what we're going to do, we're going to take a short break, but when we return, we're going to put you on the hot seat. Right. I don't know if you've seen the hot seat, but it's, it's a rapid-fire cross-examination. We're going to ask awesome. you the questions. We put some great questions together for you, so okay. you're going to have a lot of fun. So we're going to take a break on this segment. We're going to come back in our second segment. We're going to put the judge on the hot seat, and then well, we're going to talk Talk so about answer, some other things. What we'll else? Also, answer your toughest legal questions. So right. please call our hotline, 936 900 2381. All right, we'll be right back. I'm Bruce Tuff, principal of the Tuff Law Firm. We are a full service law firm serving the greater Woodlands area and the greater Houston area. Contact us at 281 681 0808. 
We're tough for you. Top 40s. about your friend but don't know how to reach out you can say how are you or get a fake tattoo you can ask with an app if it works for you you can chat with them in vr it's all good if you think you should check in yeah you should reach out to a friend about their mental health learn how you can help at seizetheawkward.org One final time, here's the veteran voice of the legal fix, Bruce Buffer. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Attorneys are licensed by the State Bar of Texas. Our three lawyers cross-examining the witness are Bruce Huff, Brandon Riley, and Jeremy Hall. And when the action begins, the witness on the hot seat will answer as many questions with the fewest words as fast as they can. The hot seat is sponsored by The Legal Fix, a new age radio show brought to you by the Tough Law Firm. We're tough for you. And now... For those listening on the radio and Legal Fix fans watching around the world, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. Live from the Legal Fix studios in the Woodlands, Texas, it's time! One lightning round for the Welcome back to the Legal Fix, brought to you by the Tough Law Firm, <laughs> and we're going to answer your toughest you legal that? questions. Yes. Did you yes. hear that? Yeah, yeah, he did. Boom. He did that. Boom. 936-900-2381 if you have any questions for Judge Keogh. Jerome cleared his throat. Uh, no, wow, that was yeah. BW. Run it back. Today we're, discuss we're discussing with uh, Commissioner's Court oh, no. with, uh, with uh, Judge Mark Keogh, and uh, we're going to cover some of the hot topics ranging from the war in Ukraine to the legal consequences flowing from the winter storm, Yuri, and over a year later, Judge helped us through all of those, but now we're going to do the hot seat. The Thank you, Bruce Buffer, seat. for that introduction. Will you swear in the witness, G.I. Jerome? I will. Judge Keogh, have you seen the hot seat before? Do you know what you're in for? I'm so excited. I can't hardly stand it. Let's go. <laughs> you're gonna serve Let go. Let go. You're going to serve as a witness in a rapid-fire cross-examination. Okay. We're going to ask you our toughest questions. You're going to give short answers as fast as you can. Okay. Should be able to answer about one question every five seconds. The record holder is Paula Hughes. One the eraser. The eraser. Two seconds. So I'm going to swear you <laughs> no in. No worries. 
State your full name for the record. Mark J. Keogh. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole <clears throat> truth, and your version of the truth to answer the most questions with the fewest words as fast as you can? I do. He ready. We're on. How do you spell keyhole? K-E-H-O-L-E. No space. Are you related <laughs> to Keegan-Michael Keogh? I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Keogh from The Matrix? Nope. R&B, R&B singer Neo? Nope. Come, Come closer. Come closer. I you wish. Go? I wish. Where'd you go to undergrad? I went to Cedarville College and University of Cincinnati. Right. So you're a yellow jacket. Yeah. You know about that. Yeah. Have you ever murdered one with a fly swatter? I have yellow jacket, yes. Nice. So you've never let one just sting you? No. Okay. Uh, well, I've been stung by them, but I didn't let him do it. You wouldn't let one sting your grandbabies? No. So you have four kids? Yes. What are their names and ages? Jessica, Rebecca, Sarah, and Josh. Who's your favorite? And, oh, I didn't even get the ages. Sorry. They're <laughs> all my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going fast. Um, 39, 35, 33, and 31. You got Ooh. it. Have Whoa. you ever received a permanent? No. What kind of hair products do you use? None. Okay. Isn't it true that you and your wife Kim share the same hair dye? Sometimes. <laughs> do you st- do you stock up at do you stock up at Costco? Buy in bulk. I don't, but she does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have you ever rocked a mustache? Little bristle, I have bristle brush. Nice. How about a Holy Ghost lip tickler? Yeah, done that too. Do you wear short shorts to the gym? Sometimes. Do you even lift, bro? Yeah, I do. How much you bench? Three twenty. Isn't it true no. you wear glasses? It is true. And we're going to need video evidence of that. Isn't it true you wear glasses <laughs> just for style? No. What's your eyesight? Twenty twenty distance. Mm. What other handicaps do you have? Uh, you know, I have a brand new hip. Nice. Yeah, awesome. This Halloween, will you go as Donald Trump? You're fired. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to go as a vampire, and I have a sign on my chest that says "Blood Sucking Politician." We oh, did. Nice. We did vampire costumes for Halloween and dressed up like Gordy Bunch. Yes, we did. Yeah, like Gordy okay. Bunch. Did you know that you're the only candidate to feature a photo with Donald Trump on your mailer? Look, look at this right here. Yeah. Only candidate. The only with candidate. Donald Trump. Yeah, How about yeah, that? Right here. Did you know that? How about yeah. that? Yeah. Yep. Well, well not there's, true. there's like 20 or 40 other candidates yeah, with he's Trump in, picks. He's yeah. in like 106% of all mailers. It was very exciting. Can you tell us about your logo? What is that key. just like a janitor key? No, man. That's, that's, a, that, that's just a... It's a key that has, I think, the statement of quality in class. And it helps people remember my last name. Serious. Key. That is key good. I know it does. to a better Montgomery County. But you didn't just reappropriate some clip art, did you? No. Wait, so is this the key to Pandora's box? Nope. <laughs> Could be. Could be. So you're the incumbent county judge, yes, right? Yes, I am. Do you throw a temper tantrum when you're overturned on appeal, or do you take it like a man? I take it like a man. a boy. How many cases do you have on your docket? We have no cases. What's the best kept secret about commissioner's court? There is none. Which commissioner spends the most time in the mirror? Me. How about the least? I'm not a commissioner. I'm a county <laughs> judge. <laughs> Who spends the least time in the mirror? <clears throat> Uh, I would have to say that that would be a tie between the rest. Okay. <laughs> Not Jameson. Assuming you're the top dog, who's Dude. the second Dude. best county official? Second best. Second best. What kind of a question is that? <laughs> you're the top dog. Okay, you're talking who's about the, the, the commissioner's court or just in general? In general. Whole I, county. I, I think that the second best is in a category of... All of our law enforcement elected officials. Good. Nice. Yes. What's the meanest yes. thing you've said in court? I'm sorry? Meanest thing you've said in court? 
Be nice. Nice. You spent decades at Nexus Lexus peddling Lexi. Or what's the plural of Lexus? Lexus? Le- Lexuses? It's Lexus. Le- Lexus. Plural of Lexuses is Lexus. Then you found your light with the Pathfinder Fellowship of the Woodlands. Why'd you switch to Nissan? More bang for your buck with the Pathfinder? You know, the Pathfinder was awesome, but it was a class. The Nissan was a car. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which job got you the most bad jokes? Used car salesman, pastor. Politician. Politician. <laughs> Who made better eye contact? I love it. Parishioners after the offertory prayer or your next victim as you made a beeline through the car lot? <laughs> <laughs> beeline through the car lot. Your wiki page says you also served as a headmaster? That's right. What drew you to headmastery? Well, you know, um, I try to master whatever I do, but I was specifically involved in uh, Christian school education. How long did it take you to master headmastery? Three and a half years. Did you have headmaster business cards? I did. Did your name tag say headmaster Pastor Keo? It did. If you could be anything other than a head pa- headmaster, head a pastor, pastor, car salesman, state rep, county judge, what would it be? A retired guy. Nice. Okay, nice. so you have have you heard the joke about the pastor and the used car salesman and the politician that walk into the bar? No, but okay. I'm fixing to. I think the bartender said, "What do you have, Judge Keo? <laughs> do you have a will? You know, I do have a will. Do you have a prenup? No. How much money will it take for you to retire? <laughs> a lot. What's the most humble job you've ever had? Washing dishes when I was 14 years old for a buck an hour. Nice. How often do you check social media? Daily. What apps do you use? Um, I use a Facebook app on Instagram. Instagram. A, a number of them. When you're on there, are you posting, commenting, or just trolling? A little of all. Have you yes. cried in the last year? <laughs> yes. Month. Um, February of, uh, 22. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Some of your life philosophy in a word or phrase. Do the right thing. What's one thing people don't know about you that you'd like them to know? That I am really a normal guy. What's your top unchecked bucket list item? Well, that's going to be a, a, uh, a hunting trip. Uh, to uh, nor- uh, with the pursuit of North American game, I've already been to South and Africa. I've seen your heads. <clears throat> I've seen your heads. One food for life. Trophies. What would you eat? Trophy. I'm sorry. Season One food for life. What would you eat? Watermelon. Fastest Ooh. you've ever gone in a car. Top speed on a track. 140. Whoa. Whoa. Favorite qualify political movie or show. Oh my goodness gracious! The candidate. Favorite place nice. you've ever been. Uh, the Woodlands, Texas. Favorite candidate you've gotten to know in the primaries this year? Donald Trump. Not a candidate, but I got to know Donald Trump. Least favorite. Most hated. Biggest villain. None. Who's smarter, you or Kim? (laughs) Kim. I married way (laughs) over my head, man. I'm not in denial. Sherlock Sherlock Holmes or Laurie Watson? Sherlock Holmes. Noack or Metz? Both. Charlie Riley or Brandon Riley? Both. With a preference for Charlie. Yeah, you got to work with him. A hundred yard dash. You and Sarah Countryman to decide the election. Give us your pre-race prayer with a dash of mental warfare. Psych her out. At the end of the day, when the debate is lost, the losers choose slander as their tools. 
Nice. That's Ooh, very good going one. Down. Good one. Amen. What's a better pet? A mangy mongrel doog. Doog. Or a medium rare roadside varmin. A doog. A doog. He did it. Would you rather eat dung beetles in Egypt with Cleopatra or magic mushrooms at Magic Mountain with Magic Mike? <laughs> Definitely magic mushrooms. <laughs> That's magic. very magical. <laughs> magic Mike. Would you rather be trampled by thoroughbreds in the rodeo grand entry or the first man on the sun when Elon Musk takes a wrong turn into space? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my chance in the rodeo with, with the uh, champion horses. How about that? Rusty Harden or Tony Busby? Yours. Mm, you're killing me on that one. Rusty Harden. Nice. Why does Sean Watson need so many massages? I don't know. All right. <laughs> Judge, did you love the hot seat? This is We prepared for the you. The hot it, seat is awesome. I love it. boy. Good you. job. Good job. Oh, yes. It's Great over. Job, you're Judge. off the hot seat. All yeah. right. Great job, Judd. Thank you, and we uh, we and thank you, GI Jerome, for coming back and prepping our questions yes, and absolutely. doing that. And so it was well really done. good. Pleasure yeah. to do it for Judge yeah, Keo, thank Golden you. Boy. Thank you. So we're going to go right into hot topics. How about that? Or Woo! let me tell you this. Let's How let's about like, that? yeah. Um, so just so everybody knows, we're here with um, co- uh, Commissioner's Court in the primary. Uh, Judge Mark Keogh, to, and Judge Keogh is in a primary election. That's what I meant to say. I kind of stumbled through that. I actually was voting with Sydney Tuff, and we went out to vote and saw uh, Judge Keogh. Yes, I, she drove in from the University of Houston to vote, Judge. That's awesome. So, yeah, that, that's yeah. great. Yeah, and it, and it was great that she could meet you. And, yeah. And so how's the election going? You feeling good about everything? I feel, I feel very good about the election. You know, you never know in these things uh, until it's all over, but all indication is that uh, we're moving in the right direction, and, it's, and it appears that we're going to win and win soundly. Outstanding. But again, things could you, things could change. You never know. Who well, comes we, in second? <clears throat> I don't know. I think that'd be a tough call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you want to take it now. No runoff. No oh, runoff. Do this. No, we need now to end this. exhausting. Judge, we want to end this right I, now. I, and we hope it ends. Uh, Judge, we, we are having a get-out-the-vote for Maris Blair and it's going to be at Tommy Bahamas, so I know you're going to be across the street still campaigning. But if you there. have a chance to come, please have a refreshment with yeah. me. We would love and introduce you to the massive crowd that's going to gather and celebrate. 4.30 to 7.30 yes. today. Today, good. It's on good. my calendar. Yes, it's sir. already confirmed. Looking Thank forward you much. to it. Thank Excellent. you much. Very good. All right, you guys going to launch into hot topics and let the judge comment on the few dub Yeah. Well, I think we should start with Winter Storm. Good luck in the election, too, judge. Yes. yes. Thank you. Yeah. A Dallas on banc panel from the district court the federal district court has ruled that the ERCOT does not have sovereign immunity that they're a private entity and therefore they could be sued over winter storm Uri and the effects of it which i think opens a litany of different cases between you know individual businesses and people that were gouged by their electric providers and right. the potential of a third party lawsuit against ERCOT related to the real-time index pricing that jumped astronomically for a period of time and there was a lot of testimony in the actual legislator regarding whether or not those numbers were even accurate at the time when the winter storm hit and the pricing spiked and you see these people with fifty sixty thousand dollar electric bills for a two-week period where many people went without power but those that ended up having power paid a huge premium on it and so just another one of those things that has come up that's very interesting, and it really affects everything that we do in a certain way. And so the quote from the Ombank panel was, ERCOT is subject to statutory restrictions and requirements that do not generally apply to non-governmental organizations. 
but those restrictions and requirements do not change ERCOT's fundamental nature as private organization. And so without legislative intent or any kind of, of committee notes that would show that they intended for them to have sovereign immunity, ERCOT is now wide open to lawsuits across the board. Okay. Wow. That's a lot Very of $20 words right there, yeah. BW. Break it down for the lay people. What's yeah. on banque? I know you and Bruce love your Latin pocket Bruce, dictionaries. You, you got this one on the, banque. It on just banque means that all the, the judges. The whole panel right, of the judges. The entire panel the, of judges. These appellate courts can have three judges decide on a, um appeal issue that comes up. Mm -hmm. And Judge Keogh, man, that was a scary time for us last year. About a year ago. Oh, yeah. Hurry, the big storm, and, you know, being prepared. And then, and then all of a sudden, no electricity. Sure. And I know you were working with... Uh, Entergy and oh, yeah. CenterPoint and had them on the hotline, but it was, I mean, this was razor thin for us. I mean, oh, man, big been. time. You know, those guys are great partners, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, they yeah, really man. are. And, you know, this whole issue of now treating treating ERCOT like they're a private entity. What, um, what is that? What, what's ERCOT? ERCOT is a group of, of, of Entergy. It's an Entergy, or excuse me, Energy conglomerate that mm -hmm. is kind of the con controlling of all these various sectors of the energy elements across the state and into other areas as well. Right. Yeah. And uh, whereas, although they're, I think they're part of it, um, Centerpoint and Entergy have a little bit different configuration. Right. But I go into the details on that because I don't know the details, but they are not um, of that ilk. But I, that's, that's an amazing finding um, that now they're subject to a class action suit and... Uh, I mean, that's you. Yeah, liability It'll get appealed back to the Fifth Circuit yeah, again. That, and that's why the en banc right. panel was called. You usually request an en banc rehearing when you get a bad a result, a result, bad result that you didn't want in the Fifth Circuit. So you request en banc. All the judges sit down together and make a decision as a group of, I guess it's nine judges up there. I'm not sure off the top of my head. It's yes. nine or 12. Yeah. And you so, have to get approval for that, like right. the Supreme Court. Right. The they don't just do themselves. it. Right. Yep. In the Supreme Court, and that's what's very interesting, the Supreme Court has recently ruled in several cases, including the most recent University of the Incarnate Word versus Redis, that you know they didn't extend pro uh, sovereign immunity to purely private entities, even if they do perform governmental functions. Mm. So there's the quasi-governmental question, and, and that's what's trying to be addressed here is ERCOT right. is quasi-governmental. They are a private, nonprofit organization, but they serve a governmental function. But the legislator wasn't very clear in their intent as to whether or not they could have sovereign immunity, and now we have case law that says that they're not, which should open a, a lot of different lawsuits. It, even for people defending lawsuits against energy companies suing them for their money. Right, mm -hmm. right. Open right. it up to a third-party action or at least a, a responsible third-party pleading. Yeah. That's right. good now, for the consumers. All right. You both for the boy residents. wonder. You have a, yeah, we, we have, have a minute. minute. We this have is, a minute. So you got to wrap this up. This is critical. Ra wrap it up and then we're – Three yeah. thoughts. Three yeah. thoughts. Yeah. <clears throat> With Ukraine, Ukraine has is a breadbasket. It has oil and gas, and it has a strategic position with – with freshwater ports that Russia could use even in the winter. See, mm -hmm. Russia has no freshwater ports that don't freeze during the winter unless they have the Crimean Peninsula. Mm -hmm. So with that, many ethnic, with that many ethnic Russians and other things going on, it makes sense that they're attempting to expand a little to push NATO back. And, and I think what that brings about is the reality that the International Criminal Justice Court is, is a joke when it comes to major players like Russia oh, or yeah. China. Yeah. They'll never be able to haul them into that court. But for smaller countries, perhaps it will still work to bring them to the table. Or if the U.S. wants to topple a dictator <coughs> and send him to the ICJ, it will work in that situation. Courts don't work. beat war. 
China's no. licking its chops over Taiwan. You know, right it's now. interesting. Xi Jinping actually brought out, came out and said, "Please negotiate with Ukraine uh, today." As of today, he oh. told Russia to negotiate. He doesn't. Well, Vladimir Putin's probably going to listen to. And I yeah, think yeah. it goes oh, against China's interest for Russia to be in a war, though. It, it doesn't help them, unless it's a war with us, and it's not with us, so it doesn't help them. But the most interesting thing is how Article Five could come into play if they expand past the Ukraine, right. where you know if anyone is attacked, Article Five of the North American yes, Treaty, right, right, right. NATO. so. NATO. North Atlantic. North Atlantic, excuse yes, me. Thank I said you. American. Thank you thank for you. that correction. <laughs> Big deal, Bruce Tuff, always there to correct me. That's a lot a of big, acronyms yeah, from BDEF. Too much, yeah. too much. But, North but Atlantic. So Article 5 says if you attack one, all of us are being attacked. Yeah, and therefore, right. we'll all attack you back. And, and that's kind of, you know, Vladimir spoke a lot about that. And his point was, you know, if, if that happens and you guys draw Ukraine into NATO and then we go to war, it's a zero-sum game because we have better nukes or equal nukes to you all. He's got 40% of the nukes. So it's a hey, scary he's, proposition. He's, he's, he's crazy. But game. I think it's the Ukrainians, those people are tough, man. They are. They it's are going to have Klitschko those Russians brothers. walking around in the street steps. They're going to be, I mean, let me tell you, they're not going to take this lane down. They're, they're going after back. Them. They are. And the most interesting thing, not to, not to run over, but the most interesting thing is watching – a modern country with cell phone technology be able to show us live from the streets what's going yeah, on exactly i don't think we've really seen that in no. modern in the modern era this is going to be hand-to-hand baby it's going to be rough can I, can I make just one comment yeah please. please please the reason that this has taken place is because we have lost our ability to deter when trump left oh and then we pulled out of Afghanistan the way we did. I agree. What is the, the matter Crimean, with those weak stick Americans over there? The Crimean we can do Peninsula, whatever we want. That's right. The Crimean uh, Peninsula was taken under Obama. Big and strategic Ukraine blunder was being ever. taken under Biden. And it was, it, was, it would have yeah, never happened yeah. if Trump was in Isn't it dangerous if we play wrong. world police that we'll end up on the wrong side because we don't understand what's going on? We know. Not only that, we're talking about going over there to defend their borders. We can't even defend the border of Texas. That's right. Why, I mean, we're going to defend the borders of Ukraine, but we we can't even defend the southern that, border of the exactly United right. States. I have to that's extend exactly this right. for a two-hour segment. Yeah. Got to look okay. it up on Google. All right, we're getting the we're getting the flag. So, all right, I, I want to thank Judge Keogh for being here. Judge, great luck in the election. Thank you, guys. Uh, I appreciate we, it. We wish you the best, and and we love your conservative philosophy and leadership in Montgomery County. Montgomery County is the greatest county in the United States. Amen. And a lot of it's attributed to you. So, thank you so much, and thank you for turning the le- tuning into the Legal Fix, brought to you by the Tough Law Firm. Call our office at 281-681-0808 or visit toughlawfirm.net if you want to ask any questions below. You can watch past episodes and highlights at toughlawfirm.net slash the legal fix. For the latest, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And tune in to 91.1 FM, the boss, Fridays uh, at noon. I know you're trying to get us on TikTok. I'm the big deal, Bruce Tuff, with Boy Wonder, Brandon Riley, Super Lawyer, G.I. Jerome, Jeremy Hall, and our guest, Judge Mark Keogh. And we'll see you next week on The Legal Fix, live at noon. Goodbye.